Welcome to the Crush the Rush podcast. I'm Holly Haynes, and it's Pep Talk Friday, where in less than 15 minutes, I share the productivity tips you love, plus take you behind the scenes on what it really takes to build and scale a six-figure business while working full-time. These quick episodes are meant to help you level up in all areas of your life, find your focus, and celebrate that time freedom you are working so hard for. So grab your favorite sparkly beverage and join me for a boost of motivation to end your week strong. You are listening to episode 162 of the Crush the Rush podcast, and we finally made it to part three of our series, taking you behind the scenes of running a business on a very limited schedule. So if you haven't listened to the first two episodes, I encourage you to go back and take a listen and then come back to part three, because I really wanted to wrap up this series with sharing behind the scenes of how to survive Q4. But honestly, it's more than just survive, right? Like We want to thrive and we want to make the best of the last couple months of 2021. So Q4 is a special time of year and it's super inspiring with all the holidays and family time. But let's be honest, it's also really stressful. And not only do you have all of your normal responsibilities, but you can um, add on the holiday stress. And I say that as we, as a family, have like 17 different Christmas trees and all kinds of holiday decorations. And I could honestly do a whole podcast on all the different things that we do between October and January. But I just wanted to sort of layer that in because I love the holidays and I do not want the next couple of months to be stressful. So as you think about end of year schedules, traditions, holiday planning, plus normal day-to-day life, it tends to feel overwhelming. If you're like me, you start to feel anxious and you're like, ah, how is this all going to fit in? So as a business owner, the stress of the season is even more because it's kind of the time of year where you just want to like throw in the towel and be like, ah, I'll just come back to this in January, but we're not going to do that. And so I wanted to share with you today a few tips on how to do things differently this season. Okay, so to get started, I'm going to break this up into two parts. The first is just the general, like, let's get our shit together, as you might say. And honestly, I follow these steps whenever I start to feel anxious around schedule conflicts creeping in. And so I always say, don't panic and do this instead. So this is where you're going to want to take notes or come back and listen to these steps so that you can um, process through them. So step number one is I want you to find space to think, as in slow down. And this one, honestly, is the hardest one. It's the hardest one for me, too, because I work in very small increments of time. It's like 20 minutes here, an hour here, 30 minutes here. I don't have a lot of periods where I'm working like two to four hours um, of blocks of time, but this is actually what I'm recommending. So I want you to set aside a few hours, like go to a coffee shop, get out of town. If you have been following along, we actually went to Wisconsin um, two weeks ago and I spent a day and a half mapping out the next five years. Now, I'm not advocating that you need to map out the next five years, but if you had a couple hours, you'll be able to start to clear through the cobwebs. So, I just, I really want you guys to take this step seriously because 
most of you will not do it. And it's the hardest one, but your brain and your creativity need time to process. So if you are just like, I don't even have the bandwidth to listen to this podcast right now because there is so much going on, make yourself a coffee date and go just well, I'm going to tell you what to do once you get to your coffee date, but set aside the time. So when I first started doing this, and sometimes even now when I do it after a really busy season, it feels weird, right? Like it feels like you should be actually implementing something instead of slowing down and thinking like your body actually starts to rebel against like what you're doing because it looks and feels different. And so for you, it might look like no meetings or extra sleep or a day off. Or a lot of times I will actually take a day off of my nine to five to brainstorm and be creative on my business because I don't have the capacity to do it on a normal schedule with everything else going on. So you have to be able to let your thoughts settle to get to the next level. That kind of rhymes. I didn't mean for it to too, but it really does make a lot of sense when you think through it. And it's something that you absolutely need to do. So if you don't know what the next three months look like, you're starting to feel anxious about the holidays, I want you to set up a coffee date with yourself for two hours, put it on the calendar in the next two weeks, and then I want you to share with me how it went. So that is step number one. Okay, so like two minutes ago, I said, oh, you're going to set aside this time and then I'm going to tell you what to do when you get there. So when you have this coffee date with yourself, you're going to get all of your thoughts on paper. This is step number two. So now that you've taken a minute to find some time for yourself, now you're going to brainstorm all of it, like everything that's in your head. And this is not a fancy step. It is literally taking a blank sheet of paper, which P.S., the planner has the step mapped out for you in it, and get everything that's in your head out on paper. And as much as I love a good checklist, this is not. So sometimes my brainstorming checklist this time of year, as an example, is everything from Christmas presents idea to summer vacation plans to business launches, like all the things. So I want you to get it all out, get it all out of your head. And because I do know that you guys like checklists, here's a few good prompts to get you started. So you want to ask, what do you want to accomplish between now and the end of the year? What is holding you back and why? And if you ask yourself why, I want to ask you to ask yourself why, that's hard to say fast, several times. Like what is holding you back? Why? Why is that holding you back? Why is that holding you back? And you can sort of dig deeper into what the real issue is. So step one, find some time for yourself. Step two, get it all out on paper in a brainstorming session. Okay, I'm popping in for just a minute because do you ever wish you had someone running alongside you with you side by side to give you that extra push you need? I used to joke that I needed a personal trainer to come drag me out of bed every morning to actually see results. And well, while I can't physically come get you out of bed on Monday mornings, I can send you a boost of motivation. So you can text your favorite emoji to 614-810-4236. And not only will you and I be connected so we can chat one-on-one, but every Monday I will send you the boost you need to crush your goals each week. All you have to do is text your favorite emoji to 614-810-4236. 
1-800-273-8836. And look, we are all busy. And as much as I love email, how much better would it be if while planning your week next week, you got a nice little reminder from me on what to focus on. And the best part is, is you can reply back and it's me on the other end. So we can connect even more one-on-one and crush those goals. So all you have to do is text your favorite emoji to 614-810-4236. Or if you need a link, you can grab a link in the show notes. I can't wait to connect more. And now step three, now that you've found some space and actually written it down, you're going to prioritize. So this is actually the fun step for me because I think of it as like, this is when we're going to make it happen. And I personally love taking out a big whiteboard and mapping out all the months. So I literally will just make like 12 little squares and label them like January, February, March, et cetera, et cetera. It doesn't have to be fancy. And then placing one to two goals per month. So it's super easy to see like what fits in and where. And this is a great time to map out your personal goals as well. And in fact, I actually recommend starting with those. So what do you want to do in January? What do you want to do in February? And then follow up with the business ones. That way, you are deciding when the business things happen and not vice versa. You're not letting your business schedule dictate how things happen and you are taking control now, even with this little simple step. So last but not least, after you've done that, you want to think about delegating. So a lot of people get nervous around this step, but it's honestly where the magic happens. So I was talking to one of my clients the other day who is very, very creative and actually owns a bakery. So in terms of busy season, like this is her busy season and it's very much hands-on, right? Like she can't outsource actually making her, her products. So we started talking about like what her months look like between now and the end of the year and like backed into it with what type of product she wanted to sell. And then we started talking about delegating. So one of the activities that I asked her to do before our meeting was map out every single thing that you do for your business in a month. Like we made a list of every single thing. And when we walked through it, there were some things that she absolutely had to do or was not comfortable outsourcing, but there were some things that definitely stood out as, you know what, this is really important to do, but I don't necessarily, or she doesn't necessarily need to do it. And so in her scenario, it was actually email writing and social media because she would rather spend time actually baking her products, which makes sense. And it ties back to her revenue plan and income producing activities. So when it comes to what can you do and what can you outsource, you really want to think about, does this need to happen right now or can it wait? Can somebody else do it? And does it make sense to outsource it? And the neat part about this question, especially this time of year, is you don't have to delegate the task forever. Like in her scenario, we decided that it made sense to have some sort of community manager or virtual assistant help her, but just for a short period of time, just until she could get her hands back into the details after her busy season. So it doesn't have to be this like big, scary thing where you're going to outsource social media as an example for a whole year. It could just be a month or two months or a little section of something. So if the holidays are your busiest season and you're creating products or you want to take on new customers, think about what can you delegate in this time frame. It might look different than what January or February might look like and you can delegate based on what makes sense for you and your goals. 
All right. So now that we have our goals and priorities straight, I want to move into part two of this pep talk, which is layering in some Q4 business tips. Now, Q4 is different than any other time of year because now not only are you competing with yourself and your goals, but every other retailer out there. And I say this with love because I panic at first when I read that or think that, but then it's like, okay, let's just think about it in like just real terms, right? So you get a lot of emails now. What does your inbox look like November 1st? Like most retailers are sending out emails every single day. So honestly, you just don't want to like half-ass anything you do during this time frame because your customer and your ideal client is probably already feeling overwhelmed. So you want to make sure that you are delivering extraordinary value. And I'm not saying this to add on more stress. I'm saying it in a very sort of coaching, nice way to say, let's just think about what we're doing and why we're doing it. So there are a few ways that you can better prepare your business for Q4. And the first one is, is what dates do you need to be aware of? As in actual holidays, Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, like I think there's like Giving Tuesday. There's all kinds of things like pause this podcast and go write them down. The next thing is, is what product releases and service offerings do you have coming? So if you focus on products, do you have something new coming out? Are there different bundles during the holiday? Do you have a special service offering that you want to offer? And I would pause here and say, with this question, you want to go back and make sure you go through the steps of brainstorming and really thinking about why you're offering what you're offering. This is not the time of year to just like throw spaghetti at the wall and see if it sticks because there's a lot of other things going on and people have like the focus of like a nap, right? So just don't try things that have not been thought through during this time of year. Number three is how can you cater to current clients, friends, and family? So what do they need? What do you need? Which is sometimes the best solution for your clients. And then what does this look like? So some examples are like a private sale or an upgrade, a friends and family discount. This one is actually one of my favorites because it's super easy. It's just like catering to your current clients. The third example could be like new content or extra training. And then you could even take it a step further and say, well, how am I going to personally check in with all of my current clients? Am I going to write them a holiday card or a thank you note? And then finally, how is your content different during this time? Can you give your current clients or future clients extra content? Can you follow up with them to help them use their resources? All in all, you really want to think about how you can cater to your current clients, but also how can you sharpen your content to attract future clients? How can you add more value? How can you stand out? And remember, the amount of information during this time almost triples. So you have to really think about what you're sharing and how you're sharing it. Now, going back to the first part, I don't want you to panic over all of this. I just want you to intentionally think about what you're doing and how you're doing it. And honestly, the best way to sharpen your content or sort of stand out in my mind is being yourself, like pulling back the covers and sharing what you're doing and how you're doing it and why you're doing it and just share your holiday traditions, make it personal, just put yourself out there and do it in a very intentional way. And then step number five for part two is determine your logistics. So what do you need to create? 
what is working, what is not working. Remember, you're going to get a lot more traffic. So can your website handle the traffic? Is your backend systems updated? So when you do want to take time off, it's working for you. Really think through how you're going to deliver what you said you want to deliver. So as we think about Q4, I encourage you to sort of approach it in two different steps. Step one is really taking that coffee date and brainstorming what you want to accomplish and how you want to accomplish it. And then part two is thinking through how and why Q4 is different and how you're going to serve your current and future clients. So I hope these questions inspire you to really think about how you want to navigate your business and your goals between now and the end of the year. And I know some of these questions are big ones, but I assure you that sitting down for 30 to 60 minutes and answering them is not only going to save you time, but really, truly help you reach your goals and keep your sanity. So I'll be sharing tips for Q4 survival, as I call it, over on Instagram all month. So make sure to DM me and let me know if this was helpful. And I'll also share a peak of our 17 different Christmas trees here soon. I'm trying to convince my husband that we should put them up November 1st, but I'm not sure he's on board yet. And then finally, share your five-star review in stories, and I'll send you a little something to help keep you motivated the rest of the year. Thank you so much for listening to this week's pep talk. If you are looking for more support and more inspiration, join us over at hollymariehaines.com. And don't forget to take action. Consistency is the secret sauce and I am cheering for you. P.S. Have you left a review of the show yet? Reviews are a key way for other women to find our message and content. I would so appreciate it if you could take just two minutes and hop on over to iTunes and leave a five-star review and tell us what you think of the show. Once you have left a review, screenshot it and share it over on Instagram stories so we can celebrate you. Plus, we love sending thank you gifts in return. Community is everything and we are so thankful for you.